All right, time now, guys, for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. (laughs) Thank you, nephew. Uh, Subject number two will never be number one. Dear Stephen Shirley, I was a single and attractive 34-year-old woman losing hope at finding love. I grew tired of the dating cycle, and I decided that I would not have sex again until I was married. I prayed and practiced celibacy, and a year later, I met the man of my dreams. He is handsome, educated, gainfully employed, and he loves the Lord. I fell hard for this man, and a year after we met, we got married. I was so excited for my wedding night because it would be our first time making love. He is blessed with the proper equipment, but it's his skill set that's lacking. On our wedding night, I had the absolute worst sexual experience I've ever had. It was four minutes from start to finish. Then he passed out and slept like he had showed out. Since then, he's been overly confident and he's not as attentive and loving as when we met. Six months into the marriage, I ran into an old friend from college and he had some dental work done and it made a world of difference in his appearance. We had lunch and we talked for hours. He said that when I got married, it broke his heart because he's always had a big crush on me but didn't think I'd give him the time of day. Well, I've given him a lot more than that. I'm falling for this man because he has given me his whole heart. And he holds me after sex, kisses my nose, and looks into my soul when he talks to me. I'm ready to get a divorce and date my boyfriend for a while. I want to be happy, and so far, this guy could be my soulmate. Steve says that number two will never be number one. So I want your opinion on my situation. Uh, what What if this time there is an exception to the rule? Could this be true love? Wow. Wow. Well, by exception to the rule, you mean he's your number two, right? And you're thinking of making him number one, replacing your husband with him. Uh, could this be true love, you ask? Well, I don't know about that. I, I don't know if love has anything to do with this. I do think lust is all over this situation, though. I, I do. And instead of... Um, and What'd you say, Steve? I that was Thomas. Oh, 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 oh! Sorry, I thought it was Steve. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Lust- I don't say stupid stuff out of nowhere. Okay, okay, and you're right about that. And I yeah. should have known better because I do know you. Hello, hello. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you you talked in the beginning of your letter how you grew tired. You decided you wouldn't have sex again. You started losing hope and finding love, and then you met this great man, the man of your dreams. And six months into your marriage, you've already cheated on him. Uh, instead of trying to fix your new marriage and fight for it, you haven't done that at all. I mean, I think you've checked out. You've moved on. Uh, just six months in, uh, I think you're falling for the grass is always greener trap. And not once did you say you tried to, you know, talk to your husband about what you like. You know, maybe he could do something better. And then wait a minute. You did say you prayed 
Uh, you practice celibacy, and uh, your husband loves the Lord, so I would think that you would honor your marriage vows since you're the one that brought the Lord into it. Uh, I, I don't know. This letter doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I want to tell you to leave your number two alone and try to work on your number one right now since it's only been six months into it, but I don't think you're going to listen at this point. I, I just don't think so. Um, hmm. Steve? Mm, that was short ass ass. <laughs> All right, I, guess she I just don't think her. she's gonna listen. I, I don't. She'll be through with her. I got you. I got she you. She wants Shirley. what she wants. Yeah. And I understand what you're saying. I, mm -hmm. I think you make valid points in here too. The number two will never be number one. Let me help you out with something. You said let's start with the letter. Steve says number twos will never be number ones. So I want your opinion on my situation. What if this time that's an exception to the rule? Could this be true love? I said men don't make their number twos <laughs> when they have a number one. If a guy has a solid, his ride or die, and that's what he calling her, and then he got a chick on the side and you're number two, we don't promote number twos to number one because you ain't considered ride or die. Mm. That's what the situation is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now, this is a different situation because you're married. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be your husband's number one. And your husband is supposed to be your number one. But now you are a woman wanting to promote your number two to the number one position. And that's what you're wanting to do. This is rare. Very rare. <laughs> Let me walk you through some contradictions in this letter before I give you what I want to say. You didn't have sex till you was married, 34-year-old woman, found this man. He's a man of your dreams. He's handsome, educated, gainfully employed, and he loves the Lord. Mm. You did not mention how much you love the Lord. <laughs> she brought him up, though. <laughs> yeah, but he loves the Lord. You ain't say nothing about you. <laughs> I fell hard for this man, and a year after we met, we got married. I was so excited for my wedding night because it would be our first time making love. He's blessed with the proper equipment, but it's his skill set that's lacking. Oh, so you took a year off, still had your skills. So what are we really talking about here? All right, we'll hold back. on, Steve. Yeah, part we'll two back. of Steve's response is coming up at 23 minutes after. Number two will never be number one is the subject. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, subject number two will never be number one. This is an interesting letter about this woman who uh, states that Steve says that the number two will never be number one. So I want an opinion on my situation. Uh, what is this? What if this time there's an exception to the rule? Could this be true love? I'm going to get to this part quickly. But first of all, she married this guy, a man of her dreams, everything. She's been celibate for a year and a half. She didn't have sex to her wedding night. She was so excited about the sex. She fell hard for the man. They made love. He got the right equipment, but his skill set is lacking. Our wedding night, I had the absolute worst sexual experience I ever had. It was four minutes from start to finish. 
Damn. So he done got you undressed, took all them buttons off that wedding dress, got all them garters down and them thigh highs and all that and unsnapped all them spanks and got all that stuff unstrapped and got them clips. Them wedding dresses had about four, five pieces to it. Uh-huh. Whoo. And then right after that, it was over in four minutes. And he passed out and slept like he had showed out. To him, he did. Now, he ain't had sex in a year and a half either. So, come on now. This a lot of, it's a lot. So, first time, maybe he didn't do right. But I guess it continued that way, because since then, he's been overly confident. He's not as attentive and loving as he was when you met. So, in other words, I'm assuming you're saying that he's become arrogant for some reason. That maybe he think he all that. Because you ain't looking upside his head the right way. Right. You know, this four minutes, you need to stop something. Before we get, hey, hey excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Can I get more than four today? What we doing? Can we do eight? Let's get a clock. You need a timer on the nightstand. Hit it, ding, like a chess clock, ding. And you need to, I need eight from you tonight. Let's work, let's beat last night. We need 12. But he ain't been giving it to you. So you ran into an old college friend, had some dental work done. So that means before in college, he had a ragged-ass mouth. But now he done got this dental work done, and it's made a world of difference. He said when he got married, it broke his heart. He always had a big crush on me, but he didn't think I'd give him the time of day. Well, hell, he knew he wasn't. He had a ragged-ass mouth. (laughs) (laughs) He knew. Well, he knew. Yeah. He knew the girl wasn't going to give him time of day. You got ragged-ass mouth. Raggedy mouth-ass men know they ain't got no, you know. Your teeth is, they going to see your teeth. Hard to hide your teeth when you're talking. Can't laugh with bad teeth. You, you can't even have a good sense of humor you got ragged-ass mouth. So then, well, I've given him a lot more than that. I'm falling for this man because he's giving me his whole heart. He holds me after sex. Kisses my nose, looks into my soul when he talks to me. I'm ready to get divorced and date my boyfriend and, and, and date my boyfriend a while. I want to be happy, and so far this guy could be my soulmate. Steve says his number two will never be number one, so I want your opinion on this situation. What if this time this is an exception to the rule? Could this be true love? All right, here's my answer. It could be. You may have married a person that's not your soulmate. It happens all the time. Sometimes it take a minute to find your soulmate. Sometimes it take more than one time. Help me, Jesus. <laughs> Did I'm you just think she to work gave, through this letter. gave him a chance, though? I think it's maybe... Six months of marriage, though? I, I think she may have realized she made a mistake. I think this once you got to living with a guy and sleeping with a guy, you discover some things that might not be changeable. Now, you can go to uh, counseling, but you got to be in love with this man. If you're not in love with a person, it ain't going to work. Tina Turner said, whoa, what's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. Well, fell hard and and stayed falling is two different things. I fell fell hard for a whole lot of people in my life. (laughs) Got my ass right back up, though. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I fell hard for a whole lot of damn people. Got my ass right on back up. 
Let me stop this the game. Did you huh? marry them though? Did you marry them though? I'm on my third match. <laughs> you said a whole lot of people. You haven't had a whole lot of marriages. No, I ain't got. I ain't married to everybody. I fell for. I That's fell for three I'm... women because they had apartments. I was homeless. <laughs> yeah. you, if you I met fall. a girl at the club, yeah, when I was homeless, I met a girl at the comedy club. I was in love with her that night. Hard as hell. You fell hard for her yeah, that I night. I love you. I love, love you. at first sight. At what did first you say, sight. Steve? At first I, sight. I love you. Soon as I heard her, she had some keys jangling. Hey, what is them keys to? She said, my apartment. Apartment? A door? You got a bathroom? Bathroom. What? A kitchen? Girl? I love you. So, yeah, it could be. And you may have married the wrong person, but only you can know that. I don't tell people to stay in marriages that ain't good. Counseling ain't going to save all of them. Sometimes you made a mistake. You got to eat the mistake. So, no, it is an exception to the rule. He could be it. But you could be wrong about this one, too. (laughs) I'm on my third. Mm. All right. Thank you, Steve. Coming up next, it is Junior with Sports Talk when we get back at 46 minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 